So what's everyone's plans for the rest of the day? What are you up to? Hanging out with Michelle? What are you up to? Hanging out with Michelle when Scotty goes to sleep? Cool. What are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pack. pack but that takes like five minutes. Where are you packing? PS4, computer, couple clothes. Couple good. <laughs> couple pairs of undies. Yeah. Wow. Oh, level 15, all I get is perception proficiency. God, every level you're just fucking disappointed. <laughs> you chose every, this class. Every level above 12 is like, ah, what a, we just give this guy something that everybody else gets at level 8. Yeah, at least you're getting it. Yeah, Planeswalker isn't super cool until 20. I can build my own plane of existence. <laughs> Sorry, man. You make your own plane of existence. Yes. Interesting. It'll I'm excited be... to see how this plays out. <laughs> I'll make it a cool one with blackjack and hookers. Yeah, okay, I'm going to come in there one at a time. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I'm joined here by our players. We have Fievel Mausentrov, Mousefolk Beastmaster. Fievel, how are we doing today? I'm doing quite well. You know, I'm just ready to go pick some flowers. Noble job for such a hero, you know. I don't think anyone else has the capabilities of doing this. That's no, true. No, I mean, Tyson, Tyson literally said he couldn't do it without you. <laughs> <laughs> quite humble of him at his current level. We're also joined by Tyson McKay, Planeswalker extraordinaire. Tyson, how are you doing today, my friend? Uh, feeling humble and uh, good. 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 That's <laughs> great. Thank you so much for sharing. We're also joined by Dabbledob Doppet, the gnome wizard. An old gnome, if you were. 370. Here's yeah, my birthday, birthday not too long ago. Remember that? Yeah, 370 yeah. years old. How, how are you doing, my old friend? Uh, I'm good. I, uh, I think I hit it off with Flower Car Girl. She's a little young for you. No, 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 no. Nothing's too young. <laughs> oh, God. No, I know. <laughs> you made the joke. <laughs> I finished it. Yeah. Oh, God. I regret okay. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm happy for you. Thank you. That's good. We're also joined by Gragrock, the Warforged Weapons Master. Gragrock, how are you? I'm great. I'm getting some mods. This is going to be fun. Yes. Um, well, let's do a recap of last episode that we can get to those modifications, those Warforged components uh, that we were looking at and eventually added one onto. Who would like to give me a toasty recap? I'll do it. He needs it, bro. He needs it. He's so, so close. close. <laughs> so close. Tyson McKay said he would do it. So we're, we're, we're going to hand it off to Tyson McKay. We're going to be doing a toasty 700 experience points for this recap. Wow. So, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Tyson McKay, take it away. Yeah. So started off, Yevil flew out of the city and uh, killed some robin's eggs. That's basically what he did. And then uh, me and Gragrog broke into um, the other Warforge's lair. He got pissed off, shot me a bunch of times, and then made me leave. Then Gragrog convinced him into giving him some, some upgrades, because Warforge's are apparently like EA games. You need to pay to get more. <laughs> pay and to win, baby. Pay to win. <laughs> <laughs> went back out. Dabbledob paid off the flower girl for her cart. He went down and uh, hung out with Gragrock. While he was getting the surgery, I talked to the flower girl and asked her if there was anything I could do to help in this time, and she said she needed a rare flower from the swamps, so I teleported out of the city and grabbed Fievel, and we're on our way there now. Fantastic. Amazing recap, Tyson McKay. Pretty, pretty apt. 
I think we can all agree. Take your 700 experience points, he definitely earned it. Do we have any questions, comments, or concerns before we begin? Yeah, we're good. Good to go. Okay, fantastic. Then we are going to start things off with Dabbledob Doppet and then Gragrock the Warforge. Um, last we left off, Gragrock, you were getting a modification to your shoulder, a shoulder bow, if you will, that fires uh, pitons that have been kind of specially crafted to be fired from your shoulder. You guys are about eh, about 30 minutes into the process of actually manufacturing the shoulder bow to put onto your, your shoulder, and uh, I was just wondering if there's anything you guys want to talk about or do while you were there. I'm cracking the code. Yeah. Having any luck yet? He's over there, like... Have I? <laughs> Can you roll me a d20? Uh, yes, sir. That's a... Two? <laughs> <laughs> uh, five total, though. Uh, no, you have not had any luck at all cracking the code. Mm. In fact, you think well, you think you got dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you start talking gibberish. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Okay. Well, if there's nothing that Gragrock and Dabbledob want to do while they're waiting for Alistair to manufacture the shoulder bow uh, component uh, that we will be adding to Gragrock's shoulder, then we will move things along to Tyson McKay and Fievel. Last we left our adventurers, um, Tyson, as, as he mentioned, they were outside uh, the city of Malvista. They launched into the sky, Tyson McKay riding Fievel Mausentrov, the enlarged or huge Mousefolk Beastmaster, and you guys are riding your way uh, to a small town outside of Malvista, a few hours away by foot, to receive, uh, retrieve rather, some blister sunflowers for the flower cart girl whose card that you destroyed in that rampage through the city. What was her name? We never got her name. Chloe. Flower cart girl. Chloe. Bernice. Uh, in the comments <laughs> below, if we can get flower cart girls. Carol. Uh, three way, Car- three way poll between Carol, Chloe, and. Bernice, <laughs> who I'm personally rooting for, because uh, <laughs> hot damn. Okay, is there anything that you guys would like to speak about or telepathically communicate about, Tyson McCain, if you have? I say, what smells like eggs? Oh, you know, the, the forests in the area, just rotten eggs. I don't know how the people live here. Wow. <laughs> I, don't. I feel like since you're in his mind, you know it's his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, deception <laughs> check? Uh, yeah, so it'll be an insight check from Tyson McKay. Got a 19, holy 16. Yeah, no, you, you win. I got four plus, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Good. Tyson McKay, uh, you just, you, you believe that Fievel's telling the truth, or at least that you believe he thinks he's telling the truth, that the, the woods around Malvista smell like sulfur and eggs. Why would my best friend ever lie to me? You said Rogar was your best friend. Rogar's dead. And what, I'm just your sloppy seconds? Yeah, you're my best alive friend. <laughs> Alright, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, catch me up here. So we're, we're going to pick some flowers for some trash human, and then what are the other guys doing in the meantime? Like, why uh, haven't we left yet? Well, I mean, we weren't going to leave until tomorrow anyway. So, there's that. Huh. Um, okay. So I don't know what they're doing exactly. He just wanted to talk to that guy. And that guy didn't want to talk to me. So we're we're taking the Drake Drake eggs for ourselves, right? Is that we still on that plan, big boy? <laughs> no no, no, that's not the plan. <laughs> well, what do you mean? I thought you said we were best friends. Best alive friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My best dead friend <laughs> doesn't Actually, I don't know where Rogar would stand on this moral conundrum. 
Can we get some insight, Noah? Where would he stand? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is a conversation between the both of you, and you both knew Rogar pretty well. I think maybe either of you could infer what, what Rogar felt about this. I feel like he would take the eggs for himself. Sure, he is part dragonborn. Maybe yeah. he would think he's some sort of father to these eggs. I don't know. Mm, yeah, something I'm sick just like that. Up excuses. <laughs> Well, Noah wouldn't give me an insight. <laughs> <laughs> so, these flowers, what, what are we looking for? Uh, we're looking for blistering sunflowers, which only grow in the swamp oh. near this town. The town of Neckin. Everybody's just making out. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, no more PDA. <laughs> this is your new mayor talking. Beside, beside, the, uh, beside the swamp is a strange place for a makeout spot, I'd say. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> <Sloppy>. <laughs> That's so, so moist. So wet. <laughs> yeah, are we there yet? Guys, I'm just I'm letting you have a conversation between the two of your, your characters here. I'm really surprised you're letting this go on this long. Let them get there. <laughs> I mean if you yeah. want to cease having a conversation you can. It seemed like you guys were on a, a good roll though, <laughs> things that you probably need to talk about. You know, you're more like, socially awkward. It sounds like Fiona still thinks the eggs are being taken by the team. I'll let him think what like, he wants to think. I think we've told him many times what the plan is, and I think he's choosing to ignore it for his own <laughs> game. We can maybe keep the brown one, I tell him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a kid on Christmas. Okay. <laughs> now the kid thinks he's got the brown egg. <laughs> It's called negotiating. Gotta give some. It's called So we're gonna have to talk to the Rastafari and make sure that the other three heads are uh, are, are are part of the the bounty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyson. What do you, what do you think we're gonna do after we get rid of these eggs? I don't know. I remember on the boat you mentioned something about some mouse princess or something. Naughty Nadia. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is what you're calling. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, at first he, he, he did not get her name right. Okay, so it was Naughty, Naughty, if you called her Penelope, <laughs> subtracted a lot of experience points for that, for that blunder. Hmm. So I don't know. Did you want to go see what's up with them? Yeah, I mean, you know, ever since Arda's been out of my life, I've been looking for a new new girl. You know, Arda was kind of a bitch. She she forgot me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm comforting him, but I know in my mind I'm like she was she was cursed. But okay, our minds are connected. That's connected there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, Tyson? I thought we were. Wait, I can have personal thoughts and not have him think that <laughs> know them. They're connected, though. They're literally connected. Mm, I think the word you did says this. They, they can share words, thoughts, and images. Yeah. I'm not sure I can hold some stuff everything. back. No, they share everything. Let's make this interesting. Completely <laughs> <laughs> translucent. Yeah, I mean, when I when I read the spell, it says, create a telepathic link, creature can be anywhere until the spell ends. You and the target can instantaneously share words, images, sounds, and their sensory messages with one another through the link, and the target recognizes you as the creature it's communicating with. Okay, so I... I don't keep... I keep those thoughts to myself, and I comfort him. Say, yeah, she was a bitch. Fake. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, uh, that conversation 
riveting as it was, uh, did end up taking a fair amount of our, our flight time out of our journey towards Necken, the small town outside of Malvista. And Fievel and Tyson, as you look down to the earth, you can see the small town of Necken sprawling out in the countryside in a slightly forested area. And then to the north of it, you can see the, the beginnings of what appear to be a bog. Trees that are kind of, of darker in their, in their bark tone or color, with less growth and foliage. And it just looks like a darker patch of earth to the north. All right. I say, Fievel, that's where we got to go. And I point at the, the town below us, or village, okay. whatever it is. So you want me to land in, in the village? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, land in the village. Hope they have pot pies. I'm hungry. Now, I just need to make sure you guys Did you say Popeyes? Pot pies. Oh. (laughs) Hope they got Popeyes. I love chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, um, you know, Malvisa didn't go super well for you. You want to land in the midst of the small town of Necken? Third time's a charm. Is it? Is it, though? Because twice now we've had almost the same result. I mean, they'll give us the answer quicker because they want us out of there. Eh, or they'll give you no answer at all. But I mean, it's up to you guys. You want to land in Necken, you can land in Necken. Or they give awesome. you arrows, fuck up another torches, time, we'll do and it. pitchforks. <laughs> I'd love to see that drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so Fiala, what is it that you would like to do? Land on a cookware shop. <laughs> the street continues. <laughs> Destroy cookware shops in every town. Our then true we open quest. up a market. Man. We know we're in the area. We can make so much bank. And oh, we're damn. a complete monopoly on cookware. <laughs> and this is how we take we're over just, cookware. We can do it with any kind of shop. <laughs> just destroy the shops, shops that exist and make our own shops. It's genius. Uh, are you both yeah, landing in Necken? I can swoop down. What if you're landing in Necken? I can swoop down. You can hop off, and I'll just keep going. Cool. I mean, I can jump and just levitate down, so... I throw you down. Oh, God. Okay. Tyson McKay, the first man to skydive. Here we go. <laughs> the first man to skydive and live. Oh. Oh. There's been a bunch of people who've skydived before. I was going to say. No one, no one makes it. <laughs> no one makes it. <laughs> no parachute to deploy. Okay. So, so, so which one? Is, yeah, so, Tyson McKay, is that what we're doing? You're leaping off of Fievel and you're, you're gliding down to the small town of Necken? Hell yes. Like Jesus from above. Okay. Uh, arms outstretched, Tyson McKay, from a height of a few hundred feet, steps off of Fievel with his levitation boots on, glides down to the ground. The levitation boots off. <laughs> oh, shit. Did I forget to lace these up? Damn it. No. They are on, and so he glides down to the ground, uh, landing. Tyson McKay, I mean, I leave it up to you. You do have some, some control here. Do you want to land in the middle of the town? Do you want to land on the outskirt of the town? Right in the middle. Okay, so you land right in the middle of the small town of Necken. There are no more than a dozen houses here, kind of all clustered together. And an old man in a rocking chair on his porch, smoking a pipe, kind of raises his eyebrows as he sees you land in the street. He kind of uh, tamps down the the weed inside of his pipe and then just shakes his head saltily at you. (laughs) Why is he mad at me already? (laughs) He's an old man. You're landing on his property. Surprised he hasn't shot you yet. (laughs) Wait, the middle of town? Probably because you can hear your thoughts and you're saying, look here, I'm the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) No, Noah just makes NPCs automatically hate me. Let's call this out. No, I think it's your attitude that makes people hate you. (laughs) (laughs) You're acting godly right now, okay? (laughs) The flower cart girl didn't hate you yet. Give it time. Yeah, she was scared of me. Yeah, she saw you evading the guards, burrowing through the city, and you destroyed her cart, man. (laughs) 
I'm helping you're her. It, you're not making it easy for people to like you. Anyway, How does this guy not like me? <laughs> I just landed. You look That's like a spellcaster. You fell from the sky. You had your arms stretched out <laughs> like Jesus Christ, and you landed in the middle of the street. It's a small rural town. They're probably not going to love you. I want some oohs and ahs. That's all I'm asking for. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear someone say from the background. Thanks, lady or man. And then uh, I uh, go up to the old man. Thank you, you, random citizen. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, random citizen. I love you, too. (laughs) I love you, too. I love you, Mega Man. I love you, random citizen. (laughs) Yeah, regardless. We're moving forward. Yeah, so I go up to the old man and I, uh, I say, hello, sir. So he continues to rock back and forth in his chair on his wooden porch, which makes a, uh, a crickety-crickety sound. Power word kill. <laughs> <laughs> Are you deaf? Takes, I said hello. <laughs> he takes his pipe out of his mouth and says, What do you want, stranger? Just passing through. Uh, I was told to ask for directions when I got to this beautiful town. Sure thing. Add your town's right over there. Or you can uh, go back the way you came, right up into the sky. Ruffian. <laughs> Don't you call me? <laughs> this is you, why you don't make friends. <laughs> you done hurt me, ruffian. We don't like you magic users just coming into our town like this. I'm not a magic user. I beg to disagree. <laughs> you done you done floated from the sky. Oh, I have magical items, sir. Those are di- that's different. You're not gonna make him roll a deception on the magic <laughs> user. <laughs> I was waiting yeah, for it. <laughs> sure, deception check. I'm not, not too concerned about this. Man. The, the guy's not gonna like anything he says. Uh, uh, Sixteen plus, yeah, the eight or whatever. So twenty-two, twenty-four. Yeah, so well, that may be. You're still using those magical items. What is it you want? Uh, I want to know uh, where I can find some blistering sunflowers. That's what you came here looking for, blistering sunflowers. You can find them over in the swamps. You're going to need those magical item boot thingies of yours. Whatever else you got. Which uh, which way, sir? Well, you done came from the sky. You're telling me you didn't see the swamps? <laughs> Jesus. Magic I'm blind. Stupid, stupid <laughs> as hell. Well, uh, well, thank you, sir. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I hope nothing bad happens to your town. <laughs> you threaten me, boy? Hmm? You threaten no, no. me? Never, never threaten you, sir. Sounds like a threat, boy. It's not a threat, it's a promise. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's just how we, we, we say goodbye where I'm from. Hmm. All right. Well, you best be on your way. Don't want to be in that swamp past dark. What's in the swamp after dark? <laughs> Ooh, you out-towners Don't know a damn thing <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well See ya <laughs> Crazy guy I feel like he's the witch doctor of the fucking <laughs> town He's actually the only guy that lives there Everyone else is an illusion <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, text McKay What is it that you would like to do? I uh, wave to some random people as I'm walking down the street, and uh, then I just levitate myself up, and I call Fievel, and I say, catch me. Wait, you're some fucking Pokemon? I'm not catching you. <laughs> you don't know what Pokemon are. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like I, I flew past, and I'm landing in a field. 
And then you're just levitating over and then falling into my arms? No, he says he's flying back up into the air where you were. And he's gonna... And he's asking you to catch him, quote-unquote. Yeah, I'll be about 20 feet up. All right. <laughs> okay, so Fievler, you're swooping down low over the town. To so this isn't a hard Tyson concept. McCain. I just want you to grab me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Damn, well, hold on, you said you're, you're flying up, and then you want yeah, me to uh, grab you while you're flying. Yeah, yeah, so you don't have to land, basically. Okay, I'll pick you up with my feet right in front of the old man. Done. Okay, like the... Like the great eagles of Middle Earth, you swoop down and pick up Tyson McKay with your mouse feet and fly away. The look of the old man just pierces into your backs as you fly away. Sunbeam. Uh, <laughs> Sunbeam! <laughs> this is why you don't make any friends. Uh, we are into the early hours of the evening. The sun is in the midst of, in the next couple of hours, going to, going to set. You guys are more than happy, more than welcome to go to the swamps if you so choose. Yeah, I tell Fievel we're going, we're going into the swamp. Alrighty, yeah, let's go in. I learned something. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. What? I rolled uh, twenty-two. <laughs> Did I, I ask you to roll anything, or are you just rolling things? No, well, uh, by the time spent and me over where I am, mm-hmm. I rolled to see if I learned about Ari's notebook. Okay, you learn that there are. Six letters from the alphabet that are not represented. With a 22? That's all I fucking learned? What the fuck? Okay, anyway. It seems like the, the words do represent words. It's just the letters are in an undiscernible pattern. Thank you very much for yeah, yeah coming in with your, your hot take on Ari's notebook. Uh, so, Tyson McKay and Fievel, uh, you guys are flying towards the swamp at this time. Yep. Okay. After just a few moments, you are now at the outskirts of the swamp. You can land on the edge of it. Uh, you can fly to the center of it. You may do whatever you, you choose. Straight to the center, Fievel. Alrighty. Keep my eyes open for some silly plants. Okay. So you, you fly towards the center of the swamp. Are you flying just like right over the tree line here? Uh, yeah, just like slightly hovering above it. Gotcha. Uh, so you're just hovering over the tree line, you're looking down towards the, the swampy and boggy ground, and you're looking for flowers, correct? Correct. Clustering flowers. Gotcha. Okay. Hovering over, and you're starting at the center, or are you working your way to the center? Might as well start in the center, and then like do like circles outwards. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so you fly to the center of the swamp. It seems quite expansive, more than a few kilometers wide, and you fly to the center of it, and beginning in the center, you begin to make a, an expanding circle pattern. Would it be easier if I just go down, Fievel, you think? Yeah, I'll drop you off and you come get me when you, you need me. No, 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 no. You keep circling. <laughs> if you see any, let me know. Okay. All right. All right. So, Tyson McKay, are you hopping off Fievel and kind of dropping down to the ground? Well, I'm still in his claws, so yeah, I just I ask him to drop me. Okay, I drop him. So, Tyson McKay, you begin to uh, levitate down towards the ground. Fievel, you continue to make your circles, uh, starting from the center of the bog and then moving outwards. I'm going to need a perception check, Fievel, four times per circle. All right, 18 on the first round there. So it seems that there are no blistering sunflowers in the first 30-foot swath of the centerpiece, or center circle, rather, of the bog. So you continue to move your way outwards and look for... Uh, the blistering sunflowers are looking for that bright orange and bright yellow. And Tyson McKay, you are on the ground at the center of the bog itself. Yes, sir. I'm heeding the man's advice and just hovering above the uh, the swamp. Okay. Fiel, you can continue to search if you so choose. 
A 17 there. Okay, the second circle yields no sunflowers either. See, Tyson, you, you think this is the right place? Can I also perception check where I am? Yeah, so Tyson McKay, you're going to be able to look down and towards ground. Uh, it appears that there are no blistering sunflowers in the section that you're in. This this area appears more heavily wooded at the center here, so it does, does not seem to yield any, any sunflowers. Okay, I guess I'll levitate back up. And then, can I perception check for a less heavily wooded area? You can. Roll me d20, please. A 13. It seems that to the south, there are less wooded areas. About half a kilometer away, as you can kind of, you're kind of up above the, the tree line here, you can kind of see. So, so that appears to be the closest not wooded area, where more trees have felled over time. Fievel, I think this way, and I would point to the, the less visible area, and I send him an image in, in his head. Okay, I follow. So you guys head over to the less wooded area, kind of hovering above, and are you looking for flowers on your way there as well? Yeah, might as well. Perception check. Gotcha. Can I get a perception check, uh, three of them from each of you, for the way there? Oh, a nat 20. I got a 2, a 3, and a 16. (laughs) (laughs) Tyson McKay, you might as well still be blind. (laughs) Uh, Recovering. Fievel, with your nat 20, you notice what appears to be decaying carcass of a horse uh, down below. Oh, okay. Luck, luck. Um, <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> she was a pony, not a horse. I point to Tyson and I say, hey, look. Are you pointing at me? No, no, I'm pointing at I the point decaying carcass <laughs> down there. Okay. Hey, look. <laughs> um, I, I, I look down and I say, huh. What do, you, what do you think caused that? I don't know. You want to go check it out? Sure. And I start uh, levitating down. Okay. So you guys head down, and are you landing near the decaying horse? Hovering above it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so you hover above the decaying horse. Uh, it appears that it did have a saddle on it at its time of death, and you're more than welcome to investigate the corpse from a distance if you so choose. And you're more than welcome to strap it on Fievel. <laughs> Oh, you're you're a genius. Can I can I perception check for any bags around, like uh, sacks or anything around the horse? It does have two saddlebags on the saddle. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I'll float down low enough so that I can grab them. So you can grab the uh, saddlebags off of the saddle of the dead horse on the ground. You now have two saddlebags in your possession. More dead people bags. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can't help but notice, but the corpse of the horse looks like it's been beaten up quite badly. Beaten up? Like punched? Yeah, its skull is caved in, and it has multiple spots of its body that are punctured uh, as if by uh, large piercing objects. Holy shit. I said this this horse got fucked up, Fievel. Oh, God. I I look in the bag to see what's uh, what's inside. Okay. Both both the bags, uh, I guess. So inside the bag, on the left side of the horse, there is ten rations and a flask of water. Nice. And there's I pop fifty one feet in my of, mouth. There's fifty feet of rope, which is attached to the outside of the saddle bag as well. In the right side, there is a flask of uh, liquor, as well as a couple different knives, what appears to be a coin purse and a bedroll. N- is there no identifying names or markers on it? No, 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 
No one wrote their name on the bedroll. <laughs> on the tag well, of the <laughs> saddle, you see property of Dabble Dog. Like, <laughs> some, some people, you know, on their knives or like property their water. Of Frank. Please return their to water this address. Thing. No, there are no names on anything. Okay. Huh. Well, I don't know. If you have them, maybe... I'm no survivalist. Maybe a wolf got it. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Some piercing holes well, uh, in the skull caved in. <laughs> wolf definitely <laughs> fucking did that. <laughs> yeah, Dabble Dog, did you want to share that with them? I'm not sure you said it loud enough. <laughs> yeah, I heard you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think a wolf can uh, exactly cave in a horse's skull. Oh, uh, no. Have you seen the wolf from uh, Rampage? Okay, well, if it's that wolf, we got a bigger <laughs> fucking problem, dude. <laughs> I mean, I can do a survivalist check. It's just not going to be great. Can I? Can I? Well, Fievel, you'd have a way better chance of seeing what it is. You're a fucking beastmaster. Are you here to investigate right. a dead horse or find a flower? Yeah. Well, now it's this. <laughs> Fud down onto the ground, and I try and investigate the, I guess, beast or whatever creature did this. Oh, uh, they okay. 19. So, Fievel, this does not appear to be the damage that you've seen of any creature before. And in fact, in invest- investigating the damage on the horse's corpse, uh, you see splinters of wood that have been broken off inside of its wounds. A warforge. Oh, my <laughs> Those God. bastards. <laughs> I hate them. They're known for murdering horses. <laughs> And children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have his headphones on. Good. Okay. I mean, I don't know what did this, Tyson, but I think if we stick around a little bit long or too long, then we'll probably find out. Let's just keep looking for that plant. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, let's, uh, you know, let's keep heading towards uh, the less wooded area. Okay. So you continue to head towards the less wooded area, and upon reaching it, you see that on the felled trees that have fallen over, there are plants which kind of grow out of the, the shells or, the, or the, the remainder of those felled trees. One of the plants, which seems to grow quite tall and uh, vibrantly up and out of felled trees in the swamp, are the blister sunflowers. Hey, it we seems did like there's it. There's more nice. sunlight that hits these flowers, obviously, because there's no trees around. And the logs provide a really nice uh, source of nutrients for them as they grow up and out of them. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take those sacks that I took off the horse. I'm going to mm-hmm. empty the rations and all that stuff into my bag mm-hmm. and uh, fill it with uh, some dirt, both of them. And then I'm going to pick some of the sunflowers and put them in the, the sacks with the dirt. Good stuff. So, Tyson McKay, you're picking the sunflowers. The, the the blister sunflowers do have thorns on the stalks of them. So they're they're not very nice to handle. That's why I'm putting them in the sack. Okay, but you got to get them in the sack first. Either way, yeah, it's fine. I mean, you, you can you can pick them and put I'll them into your sacks. Yeah. Gotcha. The sun is closer and closer to setting as you pick the sunflowers. And in the distance, you hear... A creaking sound, as if like this, the sound of uh, that a house makes when the wind kind of blows, or when the house shifts and creaks, and a low throaty bellowing sound. Oh my god! The horse got killed by a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plus hundred experience points. So close. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Statement has never been said. Uh, a couple more witty comments. Couple more of these singers <laughs> in on there. I look up from my uh, picking and I say, Phil, what, what was that? I think you're just hearing things human. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I uh, go back to picking, but I stay alert. Okay. The sound emanates from the woods around the swamp again, this time louder and closer. I pick faster. How many How many have I picked yet? You've picked... Well, it's been 30 seconds, so you've picked four. It's been 30 seconds and it got closer? Correct. Fuck it, I'll keep picking. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Continuing to pick the flowers, another 30 seconds goes by, and you're able to pick four more large blister sunflowers. How many flowers Look, would you like can, to get for a flower lady? Yeah, we can we can chop them in half and grow them closer to Mount Vista. Let's they only go. grow here, Fievel. It's like you don't know anything. <laughs> Grab some water. <laughs> don't know anything. Plus 150 experience points. We'll um, fill your fucking boots with swamp water and we'll create our own <laughs> ecosystem, you dumb human. Uh, yeah, take a, okay. take a tree with you. How many we got? We got eight? Yes. I don't know. She never said how many to pick. This could be good. Wait, the flowers? What are okay. the flowers growing out of? A good number. The dead trees that are felled. I'll just pick the tree up, Fievel. Yeah, I'm just, can I just pick up a tree hole? Sure. Which tree would you like to pick up? One where Tyson McKay is, where the flowers are already picked off, or one of the ones that's further to the outskirts? Like a probably uh, a smaller one, right? Like a medium size. Yeah, just just the nearest one that has I don't know, like five or six plants on them. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a super small one a few feet away from Tyson McKay that you could pick up with your legs if you wanted to. You know, All right, I'll do that. You're, you're gonna fly with it? Why not? God, it just could be heavy. <laughs> <laughs> could be heavy could be no <laughs> okay Fievel, uh, the, the one near Tyson McKay it's about 8 feet away and it is in a northern direction you're gonna fly over to it or walk over to it yeah, I'll just fly over and pick it up with my foot and then I pick it up with my foot maybe just grab it with one of my arms yeah I'm not sure you have like the you know what I'm saying like the like how big are your hands like can you I wrap them around? Like, can you wrap them around the trunk of this tree? Well, he's got four so, hands, right? Yeah, but he's in these. So he did like pinch them for flying, and just got his legs for the picking up. Could I oh, tie right. them the, to your so legs? The wings are in his arms. They're not between his two. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah they're not. In his I thought they were just it's like, like a bat. It's like a glider. It's like a little sugar glider. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. um, uh, I could, I could maybe tie them to your like around the tree to your leg. Can't see that going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't think you have can't, enough time. Yeah, can't see a creature closing in while you're trying to tie knots. <laughs> Alright, I just pick quicker. He's a sailor whore, okay? He, he knows how to tie knots. I think that's plentiful. <laughs> I forgot about me being a sailor whore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not but a few feet outside of this clearing, you hear a loud bellow. But when you look to the forest... Uh, all you see is felled trees and standing trees that are dead. That begin to float up. Okay, so you begin to float yep. up, Fievel. Are you going to be grabbing too. onto that? Gotcha. With or without the log? Without it. This isn't my mission. <laughs> okay, so Tess, okay, you begin to levitate upwards. You have eight of the blister sunflowers, and Fievel, you have none. If you just kept picking, you would have had twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I put the sacks in my in my bag, and I, I perception check to see if I can see what's making that noise. Roll me a d20, please. 16? With a 16, Tyson McKay, all you see are felled trees and standing trees that are dead. You do not see a creature hiding amongst them. It's because the creature is a tree. <gasps> it's oh the ants. God. They're taking I, the hobbits to Isengard. I call out. <laughs> I say, who goes there? 
There is no response to your who goes there. Would you expect? Oh, it's just me, your friendly swamp monster. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Do you think the eight flowers are enough? Or no? I don't think that's lost. That's that's plenty. Yeah. What does she want? She wants the whole fucking forest? She could come out herself. <laughs> oh, God, I mean, no, you're right. I, eight flowers. You know, each customer buys like two, maybe three. That's two good sales there. <laughs> maybe three. Yeah. Hey. But she can grow more off those ones. She's a flower cart sales lady, not a botanist. She's not growing her own flowers. Fuck, go to college. Uh. <laughs> Fuck, go to college. <laughs> Hot takes from Pialamaz and Travel. Look, I know it's dark you, age economy. No one's keeping you guys here. You're more than welcome to leave if you want to. Look, at uh, least you did something. She was hesitant to give you the quest already. Is there a smaller tree that I can see? Like a small, like smaller than the one he was looking at. Smaller than the, the one he was looking at? No, that yeah. was like the the smallest of them. And he can't pick that up. Well, I mean, I'm not saying he can't pick it up. I'm just saying if he's gonna fly with you and the tree, tree's like 150. Yeah, it's like 200 pounds. No, 150 pounds. Smallest one there. Yeah, just let him okay. fly and teleport back. Counter counterpoint, Noah. I can just levitate and hold on to him. That is true. You can. Okay, so I tell Fievel the plan. I say. Quick, grab grab that one if you can, and then I'll just hold on to you on the way back. Okay, I'll swoop down and grab the tree with my hands and fly back up. Okay, so you grab the tree with your feet, and then you begin to flap your wings furiously to pull it up into the air. As you're hovering above the tree, barreling out of the forest, comes a cursed oak, a large oh, tree that looked indistinguishable from the other felled trees on the ground. It is on all fours. It has a sickly look to it, horns that seem to stick out of its head, uh, and these white glaring eyes. It's back with uh, many different branches kind of sticking out of it. It barrels I, I, forward. I quickly <laughs> cast fireball at it while well, it's coming. Okay. It's going to barrel forward first because it's 10 feet away. It's going to do what it's going to do, and then you're more than welcome to cast fireball at it. And it's going to use ground slam, uh, bashing its two large bulbous hands, fists, into Fievel's body and trying to bring him down to the ground, kind of bashing him down into the earth. Uh, Fievel, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, a 17. So, Fievel, you're only going to take half damage from this ground slam, and I'm going to need you to make a strength check to see if you are pushed 10 feet away, and if you're pushed 10 feet away, you're, um, you're, you're fell to the ground. 21. Gotcha, so you're not fell to the ground. However, Fievel, you will take 16 damage, okay? In the midst of doing so, the tree, the log that you are attempting to pick up is shattered in half by the ground slam of the cursed oak. Uh, and we are into... Well, half has got to be easier to carry, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we are Thank in... you, kind tree. <laughs> we are into our initiative rolls. If you guys are looking to stay, if you're looking to run, uh, you're more than welcome to do so. Now nah, we're going to kick this thing's ass. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, can I get initiative Holy rolls, please? Shit. A fucking nat 20. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, mine's is a 17. Okay, it'll be Fievel, Tyson, and then the Cursed Oak. Fievel with a nat 20 will allow you to do two actions on your first turn. What would you like to do? Alrighty. First action. 34 wolves. Do. <laughs> I was kind of hoping Jack oh. Bauer would emerge ah. from the swamp. <laughs> Take him I'm going to cast Insect Plague on this tree. Okay. Fantastic. So, he's going to be making a dexterity saving throw, or a constitution saving throw? Constitution. Gotcha. He's okay. a tree, I'm pretty sure he's pure constitution. Uh, 25. Oh boy. 
So he's going to take 2d10 piercing and the 20-foot radius of insects are just going to stay on him. Gotcha. He's going to take 16 damage. Awesome. Uh, anything else that you'd like to do on your turn, sir? You, know, you get two attacks, right? I'll, uh, yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll take up my sword. That'll be my second action there. Okay, fantastic. Fievel has pulled out his Moonlight Greatsword. And we are on to Tyson McKay. Tyson McKay, what is it that you would like to do, my friend? I'm going to call down Flame Strike on the back side of it so it doesn't hit Fievel. Gotcha. Uh, okay. And because uh, it's a 10 foot radius. so. Dexterity saving throw? Yes, it is. Uh, that is going to be a 8. Uh, so no, that is a fail. fail. <laughs> yeah. It's not very dexterous. Uh, yeah. So it takes. <laughs> 46 fire and 46 radiant. 46 fire damage. Uh, so it takes 38 damage. S- sorry, sorry. You said it took 46 fire. 4d6 fire. 4d6, yeah. And so it takes 36 fire damage. Well, no, 46 fire damage and 4d6 radiant damage. So I just added it all together. Okay, gotcha. How much of it was fire? Uh, let's say half because I don't want to do the math. So 16. <laughs> okay, and thank then, you yeah. much. And, and you're going to stick where you are? Yeah, I mean, I'm floating 20 feet up, so... Great. Okay. Uh, the devil's just chilling there with his sword, like, you should have seen what this the baby did to your freaking country cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing okay, uh, all day, baby. Ask the Robins. Ask the Robins. The Cursed Oak is going to use Grasping Roots, so... Fievel Mazentrov, you are up and off the ground. Roots begin to grow in a 30-foot radius area centered on the oak, and those roots are going to kind of climb up into the air and try and grab your feet, Fievel, and drag you and hold you to the ground. Can you roll me a strength saving throw, please? Um, how's a Seven. Bad. The roots <laughs> grab onto your legs and pull you to the ground. If you fail your next saving throw, they will restrain your whole body to the ground horizontally. Okay. okay. We are now moving things along to Fiala Mazatrov. What would you like to do, my friend? Uh, so he'll take, really. it's, he'll take the damage from the insects, so I'll need a, a saving throw from you. Uh, we fail a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, so he's going to take 26 damage from the insects. Thank you very much. Um, uh, and I'm going to need you to roll a strength, a strength saving throw. And actually, uh, you know, being restrained like this, I'm going to have you roll a constitution saving throw as well to see if you maintain concentration on your spell. Okay. Uh, 19 for the concentration. Perfect. And a strength check? 13. Okay. That is not enough to get yourself out of the grasping roots. They're going to pull you closer to the ground, and you're going to feel yourself pulled down onto your front, and you kind of turn your, your, your little mouse nose to the side so you can still breathe. It's not pushed into the ground. Uh, but you are fully okay. restrained by the grasping roots. Tyson, do something. <laughs> We're now okay, on to I'm Tyson trying, McKay. I don't know how I can get you out, but I can definitely try and kill the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, just keep attacking him. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna fireball him. Great. Dexterity saving throw. Yes. Lands him a one. Yeah, so he takes 8d6 fire damage. So he takes uh, slightly less than last time, 35. Okay, with a damage vulnerability to fire, the Cursed Oak is going to take 70 fire damage. (laughs) Burn away to a cinder and die. Nice. Heroes are each going to gain 1,450 experience points. And Fievel, the 
The entangling vines, the grasping roots, relinquish and recede back into the ground. And you are freed. I float down. Hooray. Say, you okay, buddy? I say all this for some fucking flowers. <laughs> Think of the experience. Yeah, almost good. yeah. got fucking fourteen hundred by hogtied by a freaking tree. Yeah, now you know maybe one maybe one of your kinks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Giant flying mouse who's into tree fish, tree <laughs> bondage. Three, there was three, three anyone restrained. in this group who's going to be into tree bondage. Who did you think it was going to be? Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Okay, gentlemen, so you have successfully defeated the Cursed Oak, leaving the area with the Blister Sunflowers completely unprotected from otherwise dangerous entities. Alright, fool. Get, the evil get now assumes there. the mantle of the guardian of the blistering <laughs> yeah. I'm the guardian of these flowers. Get out of here, Tyson. <laughs> yeah. I'll kill you. Put the flowers back that you took. <laughs> no, actually, I begin to pick more. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, Tyson, how many flowers would you like to pick? I want to pick all about of them. 20. No, not all of them. 20. Let's say 20. Gotcha. Okay, so you pick up 20 blister sunflowers. Sticking them in your pouches, you have a good amount of sunflowers to bring back to your girl. Yeah, and uh, all right, Pivel, I think uh, we're good to go. I'll, uh, I'll I'll pick one for myself. Where it is a, as a brooch. Okay, you pick the very one. last sunflower. <laughs> <laughs> These sunflowers are now extinct. One of the blister sunflowers. You can do as you will with it. Nice. Okay. Uh, what is the thing you'd like to do now? Yeah, I, uh, say you want to get out of here? Yeah, let's, uh, let's go back. Well, kind of go back. I'll go back. You you hang outside the city. They're racists in there. Yeah. Unbelievable. I can't even believe it. <laughs> Is that, uh, is that what unbelievable means? <laughs> I wanted a different phrasing in case. I don't know. I just hop on his back and I say, let's go, buddy. Don't you mean mask beast? Well, are you a beast? Do you want me to call you a beast? I am. A mask, you filthy beast. beast. Mask. <laughs> there we go. I start flying. Okay. All right. So, Fievel and Tyson McKay have completed their task to get blister sunflowers, and they are in the midst of bringing them back to Malvista. It's at this point that we're going to transition back to Gragrock the Destroyer and Dabble Dab Dop at the Gnome Wizard. Now, Gragrock's away from the table right now. So, really nice transfer there for no reason. Um, no. <laughs> Still going. There's nothing to do. Pass the fucking time. Okay, sure. Sounds good. Didn't learn anything. <laughs> well, it's not the two. Magic, by the way, I just wanted to see you roll a dice. <laughs> Still rolled a two. <laughs> okay. So Fievel Mazentrov and Tyson McKay are back to Malvista, or heading back to Malvista, I should say, after completing their task to collect some blister sunflowers. And any conversation you want to have, you can. But it is a short couple hours later that you arrive back at the outskirts of Malvista in the grassy plains so that Fievel is uh, safe from the, the watchful eyes of the, the Malvista guard. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do, Tyson McKay? Ooh, should I blindly teleport again? Oh, actually, I can only use that once. Never mind. Um, yeah, so I just, uh, start running towards the town. Full see you, Fievel. <laughs> see you, buddy. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow morning. I try and start a new ecosystem with that one plant I picked up. Uh, so what are you going to do with it? going to 
put it on the dirt and then stomp on it. <laughs> How is sitting on broken eggs going to hatch them? <laughs> Look, I'm, man, I'm no, the nature expert here, okay? As a beef master, <laughs> the, the finer points of nature are clearly lost on them. Yeah, I gotta say, man, you keep saying you're the Beastmaster, you know nature, but I just don't see how planting the flower then stomping on it would have any effect that you're looking for. You didn't you say understand. you just said stomp on it. <laughs> you're right, I wouldn't understand, you're correct. Uh, Fievel, you do whatever you're going to do with the flower. Tyson McKay's running back into the city, um, and Tyson, not but about 20 minutes later, you reach the flower cart girl's stand. Nice. Is she still uh, there? She is. She is closing up shop for the day. Actually, a new cart is being delivered to her. Well, that was quick. Wow, yeah, she just made of money. Out went, went out and purchased one after uh, while, while that illusion was still in place. 50 nice. gold schmeckles buys you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I go up to her and I say, hey, miss. So she looks to you and she says, you're back so soon. She yeah, looks to you and um, says, have we met? <laughs> <laughs> I'm say, the, yeah. car, the flower girl's twin. <laughs> And I am evil. <laughs> and I am evil. I pull out the flowers and I say, here, I wasn't sure how many you wanted, but I got 20. This is more than anyone else has brought me ever. Well, you know. If you, yeah, well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> if you had. Thank you so much, she says. Anytime. I hope, uh, I hope that new cart is better than the last one. Oh, it is. Yes, very smooth when you roll it. Perfect. Last one had triangle wheels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, glad we could help, and uh, if you ever need anything else, don't hesitate to ask. I won't, she says. And she uh, she smiles at you, and then starts to arrange the blister sunflowers. It looks like she's uh, she's gotten some other flowers, or purchased some other ones earlier today. Maybe pick some other ones. So there's not a huge selection at this moment, but uh, it looks like her business is back up and on its feet. Perfect. Um, take, take as we barge out of the... <laughs> you're going to gain 500 experience points for getting flowers for the flower card girl. Wow. Before I go, I, I just ask her, I say one more quick thing. Uh, have they come out yet? And I point down. No, they have not come out yet. Okay. I, I thank her and then uh, I head to the Sour Shark or whatever, the whiskey place. Tavern. Good. Uh, thank you very much, Tyson McKay. Uh, where, where whiskey is. <laughs> we're going to move things along uh, to Dabbledob Doppet and Gragrock, the Warforged. Um, Gragrock, in the final minutes remaining before you receive your shoulder bow, it is fully functional. Is there anything that you would like to speak to Alistair about? Is there anything I need to speak to him about? I'm just asking if there's a conversation you want to have. That's kind of my bit this episode. I don't know if you guys have noticed. <laughs> Another yeah, six I hours. <laughs> Other shoulder. Let's go. <laughs> Fantastic. So, in the next moments, Alistair's uh, sounds of tinkering, buzzing, and whirring cease. He pulls his hands away from your shoulder and then replaces your pauldron of your shoulder, uh, the metal plate there, back on top of it. So, when you choose now, mentally, you can unsheath or move the pauldron down your shoulder and have your uh, your shoulder bow pop up. Kind of like the Predator's cannon. You know, the Predator's plasma cannon from the movie yeah, Predator. Predator. That movie, Alien versus Predator. Predator. Predator 2. Predators as well. Is another one in case you guys were curious. Yeah. Shout out to the Predators. Predators. Possibly the best movies that have ever existed. Uh, predators was good though. Big fan of, uh, of Royce. Isabel. Oh, really? I hadn't noticed with all your 17 shout-outs there. Yeah. 
I can take the shoulder bow back, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it already equipped. doesn't quit. work. <clears throat> um, Gragrock, for completing your first Warforged component, you're going to receive 500 experience points for it's modifying <laughs> yourself. It's not enough. <laughs> oh, man. Can I give him 100 XP? XP? No. It's when not... have you ever been able to do that? Oh, getting real fucking close. <laughs> what, 100 work? Nope. Well, yeah, I would. <laughs> I'm 50 off. <laughs> I'm so fucking close. Okay. So, Alistair, his hands return to normal, so no longer in tinkering or, or engineering mode. He takes a couple steps back and then admires his work. He says, would you like to test it out? Absolutely. All right, Tigers, I'll stand at the other room. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll go do it. Put an apple on your head. Okay. Oh, God. Is, there, any, is there anything that I can put on my head? There is not an apple. No. No. Alistair doesn't eat apples. <laughs> Why would he have some <laughs> in his <laughs> lair? You know, just for decoration. There's nope. a blister with <laughs> sunflower I know we can shoot. <laughs> um, now, there, he, he does toss a glass bottle to you, though. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll put it on top of my head. <laughs> okay. So trusting. Um, I love what it. are friends for? <laughs> You'll have to roll an attack roll to hit the glass bottle. Kill Dabble Dab. Um, I rolled on that you, one. So how we're going to do this is the... Huh. <laughs> so like, so like every every object or item has an AC, right? Like an armor class of how hard it is to hit. But I feel like that makes it then really easy to hit a glass bot. The AC of the armor. It should be my glass it bot. It do should my be, AC. It should be if he's if he's uh, do my AC. Yeah, it has to be higher. Stop it. It has to be higher. It has to be if it's higher than your AC, it hits you, right? Well. Okay, but why don't you switch it, and if it's lower, it hits me, and if it's higher, it hits the bottle. Fair. Yeah, if it's lower than your AC, it hits you. Yeah. If it's higher than your AC, it hits the bottle. Uh, 16. So here's what we'll do. From 1 to 10, you just outright miss. From 10 to 16, you hit Dabble Dab. From 16 and above, so greater than the armor class, you'll hit the bottle. Okay. (laughs) 9 or a a 17. (laughs) Here we go. Super low or super high. Absolute shit. You can get 16, remember that. Fuck. <laughs> he hesitated. Nine. <laughs> okay. So, your first shoulder bow shot misses Dowledom, and it's just to the left of him slightly. It pierces itself and embeds itself deeply in the wall. Round two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Hey, we just have to, we have to get the calibration right, you know? Yeah, I gotta, gotta align it. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> make sure I know where I'm shooting at here. Scope yeah. that shit in. <laughs> yes, baby, let's go. 17. Uh, So one off there. Uh, The 17, uh, the projectile, the piton, shatters the glass bottle uh, right above Dabbledob's head and embeds itself deeply into the stone wall yet again. You're going to gain 50 experience points for shattering the glass bottle on top of Dabbledob's head without killing him. Let's go! Wait, it didn't have poison in it, did it? No, it no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> poisoned glass bottle. No, no, no. I mean, like a, the dart. No, no, no. no, no. Okay. Any, anything like that with them yet? Big deal. Hit me once, I just pull it out, bleed a little bit, stop it. Yeah, all it's good. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little it's, bleeding it's, for it's you. your head. Well, you, you could have hit my chest. 
Yeah, but if he's aiming for the bottle, what's more likely that it hits your chest or yeah. it hits your head? Clips you right between the eyes. You pull it out. You bleed a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Put a bandaid on. We're done. <laughs> okay, um, just a flesh wound. Yeah, it's stitchy. Up. It's all good. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, congratulations. Tyson, we're going to need your restoration spell. New shoulder. I won't bow. do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Congratulations. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like to do? At the do I gain any XP for that for braving it? Fifty experience points. Nice, thanks. Oh, it seems to work. Turn to Alistair and I say, great, great work. Thank you. Thank you. It might have been my best one yet. Ah, that's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. I'll go and collect my pittons out of the wall and reload them. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, you pull out the the entirety of the cannon. Like You have to un- unlatch both sides of it, pull it out, and stick them in the bottom of like a rail. Yeah. And then slide them back in. Okay. I'm going to ask him, if we uh, if we come back, can you like do something to me? I'm sorry, my fleshy friend. But... Uh, you, the only modification that you've got going on is old age. Mm. Yeah. Got it. Nothing I can do about that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to drink that potion right now. Which which, which, which potion? The, the green one with like the shit in it. The green one with the shit in it? <laughs> yeah. Wait, who? That El Tico gave it to me. Didn't you get the... Did you get the There's frog? There's the, the multicolored one. Yeah, I didn't the, get the multicolored. The frog one and the one with the skull in it. I got the skull. The one with the little man inside of it. Yeah. The skeletal man. Yeah. Yeah, got I'm you. drinking it. Okay, right so uh, Dumbledore pulls out a flask, glass bottle, inside of which there is Before, a small. What? Are you just gonna drink it? We can go to a potion shop and man. Okay, the skeleton is uh, like a bright, glowing, vibrant pink and purplish hue. And as you tilt the bottle upside down, try and get it into your mouth, the skeletal man like holds onto the sides of the bottle to try and prevent you from drinking him. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put it back down and get in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask you if he knows what it is. So Alistair looks at it and he says, "How the fuck should I know?" Wow, it looks like you... a little, little blimey man inside the bottle. But he doesn't want to be drank. Why doesn't he want to be drank? Do you want to be drank <laughs> if you were inside of a fucking bottle? I don't know. Maybe. I would imagine not. <laughs> it's a little label on the bottom: me flavored juice, <laughs> me flavored okay. water, fifteen cents. Taste my knees. Taste my knees. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it to my mouth and like suck it in. Okay, so you continue to like to inhale. Yeah, let's. <laughs> yeah, so again, it's a circular glass bottle which holds the skeletal man in a small opening. So yeah. the man just like holds on, the small skeleton holds on inside the bottle and will not be sucked in by your incessant sucking. <laughs> <laughs> but is there not like the like the surrounding? Is there no surrounded liquid? No, there's no liquid. It's just him inside the bo- inside oh, the glass. Oh. Oh god! Drink him. Okay. Drink him. You gotta eat it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta eat it, dude. That's boring. What if I concuss him? Gonna <laughs> <I> say just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a skeleton. Concussions are brain and fluid and flesh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my mouth to it and like talk. Like, why don't you want to come out? Okay, so the small skeleton just stares at you. Yeah, and looks at you. Okay. Can't talk. Eh? Well, yeah, no skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Some skeleton skeletons can talk. Come on. Okay, can I shake him a bit? <laughs> okay, yeah, you shake the bottle with the skeleton in it. He doesn't take kindly to it, it seems. <laughs> but when the shaking ceases, it just stands up and stares at you again. What a dick! Get some chopsticks. <laughs> Go get some chopsticks. Uh, I mean, that failed miserably. So we'll take it to like a potion shop or something. Gotcha. I feel like you just no, like, you, break it. I want you to yeah, continue like, with this. <laughs> does something. Grows. You release an evil spirit. I don't know. 
could do that too, but I'd rather not do that in his place. No, yeah, good choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank Especially you since you just shook it and pissed it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trying to drink the, the, the small skeletal structure. Is there anything anyone else would like to do from the Dabbledob and Gregory group? Drink your potion. No. Save that for a special moment. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, time of day or night is it? It's roughly 7 o'clock in the evening. Let's get fucked up. I guess we're going to the, the old sour whiskey shark. Okay. Whiskey sour shark. Where they sell whiskey. <laughs> Don't forget the ale. <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, Alistair if he has any, like a cloak or blanket or something I can cover myself with to try and make it through the streets. Uh, cloak or blanket. Cloak or blanket. Here, he says, and he tosses you just a, a, a large black sheet. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I use it to unveil things, but now nah, I... But that's fine. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> How much for the blanket? Damn, it's like like a gold piece, maybe. <laughs> I like to unveil things. I'm now going to have to wait to unveil more things until I get another blanket. Well, after you cash that uh, note of Mark, you can get another blanket. They'll buy an expensive fucking blanket. <laughs> there you go. Do some real fancy unveiling. <laughs> <laughs> they dazzle the shit out of that blanket. Yeah, I mean, you'll look probably a little bit scary. You're tall and big and wearing a black cloak, but yeah. But not if he has me on his shoulders. It's better than being noticed like and death carrying off a gnome who's at his ass. I'll hold my little skull. Nobody would be suspicious about it. All right, gents. Well, it's been a fucking pleasure, hasn't it? As always. Yeah. Till next time, Alistair. Yeah, and next time, just like wait. You know, knock and then wait. Or, I mean, Secret Warforge knock. You know it, right? Of course. Uh, <laughs> just. Just so uh, we're clear, do it, do it for me once. No, 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 no. Hold up. I know how to do it. You know how to do it. So just do it okay. next time. We'll do. Yeah. Gregor doesn't know. How to do it. <laughs> know. I feel like I should know how to do it, but <laughs> never told me about the pattern. Uh, okay, uh, ladies. Thought we did it last time. This is most likely a good spot for us to leave it for today. Fievel is on the outskirts of Malvista, currently trying to grow more blister sunflowers in a region that does not support their. Their growth. Thanks to McKay did pass off his blister sunflowers to the flower card girl, uh, receiving some XP and doing a good thing in the process for mucking up her, her business there. Uh, he's headed to the Sour Shark, as are Gragrock and Dabbled Up, and that is where we're going to leave things for today. Any questions, nice. comments, and concerns before we leave things off, gentlemen? Feeling good. Okay. Alright, this has been fantastically fun time bringing you guys this latest episode of the Dice C20. Be sure to check out our sponsors Die Hard Dice at dieharddice.com and Elderwood Academy uh, with fantastic tabletop gaming gear. Whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, we just want to say thanks so much for listening to the Dice D20. Take care and stay safe. Peace out. Right. Stay safe? What are you implying? Are you threatening them? No, no. No, my little skeleton dude's going to come after them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>